Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am so happy to have you here with us today. We have a wonderful guest uh, by the name of Luna O'Shea, and I will introduce her shortly uh, because she and I are going to discuss the unexpected gifts of shadow work today. But before we swing into that, I would like to invite you to get to know a little bit more about yourself and your own spiritual giftedness. Um, I find... Well, I've been told by the people that I work with that they didn't realize that they were gifted many times until after they'd spent some time working with myself or perhaps another spiritual healer, um, guide, or guru. And um, a lot of times we swim in this in this world, in the, in the water of this world, in very special ways that we don't recognize until someone else points it out to us. And so this is why I created the superpower quiz. So it answers the question, what is your number one spiritual superpower? It takes about 60 seconds to do it and you can find it at superpowerquiz.us. And on that note, I will wrap that up and introduce Luna. Luna O'Shea, was born in Los Angeles County, Southern California. She was raised by a singer mother in a low-income community where she learned the struggle early on. Childhood trauma made her create a fragmented world within, but also a deep relationship with God and source. Her creative expression in art and music were her saving grace. But bearing the trauma manifested as alcohol and substance abuse in her 20s, another struggle that she found herself in even after her awakening in 2015. A Dark Night of the Soul in 2020 was the catalyst for the Luna we know now, a blossoming, healing, musical being. Now she's a Reiki master, sound healer, singer, conscious content creator, and spiritual online shop owner. She's living her dream of being a creative on her own terms and healing through, her sh through sharing her journey and lessons with full transparency. She holds space for people all around the world through her works online and even occasional location retreats and workshops. Welcome, Luna. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Thank you, Sophia. Thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you here. I had to cut down your intro a little because it was really long, and we're going to go into a lot of your story <laughs> anyway as part of the show. So I kept it short yeah. and sweet. Um, and I like to start the show with like backstory, right? Because you're this amazing, wonderful, blossomed out <laughs> butterfly of a woman. <laughs> but we all kind of start as inchworms. So tell us a little bit about your life as an inchworm before all of the awakening <laughs> and healing and good stuff went on. Yeah, as an inchworm, I like that as a as a little inchworm and then a caterpillar, then a butterfly. I love it. Uh, I grew up in uh, San Fernando Valley of LA County. So um, 
it's low income area, you know, with uh, a lot of Latin and brown and black people. <laughs> mm, chocolate, so, my favorite color, <laughs> my yeah, favorite flavor. Lots of flavor there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so I got to know, uh, I got to know racism. I got to know um, struggling to thinking that there's not enough, you know what yes. I mean? And, and then I, I was kind of, indoctrinated i want to say into being a christian so i grew up christian with my family so very very devout christian yes so then the shame comes um from you know feeling that you're always being judged by mm -hmm. an angry jealous god yeah know? well and you're told you can't win from the get-go right you're born sinful <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. yeah and you just and it's a feeling you know what i mean and, and a feeling tone that you carry on through your life until you till you decide to do otherwise right but um so that was my early early youth um then in my 20s I was a little bit crazy. <laughs> I was very wild <laughs> because um, when I was five years old, I actually was molested and oh. by a family member. He is my uncle. And that it, it, it was spoken about with me and my mom. But then with the family, it really was not spoken about. I didn't really get any um, counseling or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and that's and not so, uncommon in a family mm -hmm. that has very limited means. It's, it can be difficult to access. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, my mom was working like multiple jobs. She was barely, you know, able to um, be able to raise us, you know, uh, spend time with us and, and all that um, because she was working, having to provide for three kids on her yeah. own. Yeah. And so that was that the what it did to my psyche psychologically I, I started to compartmentalize things right because I I learned that if I ignored it then it would kind of like go away but yeah well it's, it didn't really go away <laughs> it's, it's a common coping strategy that many of us pick mm -hmm. up um some we just kind of instinctively pick it up but some of us are actually taught to this is what you need to push it down this is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and some some of us, you know, if if you speak up and do express your feelings then those are shut down and then it makes you afraid to speak up again. And, oh, and yeah. so that happens a lot, you know, and well, um, and speaking of speaking up, how how did that go for you when you stepped forward and said, I had this molestation experience with my uncle? Yeah, well, the good thing for me was that, I, I mean, I guess you, if you want to call it a good thing. Well, that is they're, they're, it's all relative, right? Yes. It's bad that you have to speak up and say this, but. <laughs> so I didn't technically have to speak up. I was five years old and my mom walked in. She walked oh. in and I have that memory. The memory is very clear to me, um, but that's pretty much the only memory that's very clear from my childhood until like the age of eight, then I can remember more things, but that's, that's a, that's psychologically something that you do because of trauma, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it really, it, it burns some mental pathways in there that are very hard to shift. Yes. Yeah. 
yeah. So my mom walked in. She knew about it. She was she had my back, you know, all the whole time. Like she did what she could, you know. Yeah, um, but, exactly. Yeah. And you didn't have a credibility challenge, at least. Yeah. Yes, yes, because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Even my own mother has struggled with that, you know. Sure. Um, with her mother, and so I'm happy that I she broke that cycle. She broke that chain, you know. Yay! Um, thank you, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay for her, you know, and and um. And I wish, I mean, I do want to tell her this, you know, when I do see her next time, thank you for bringing this up to tell her how proud I am of how good she actually did for what she could, you know, what she knew, because we can all only do what we know at that time. And I I love that insight. And I kind of want to pause and and put some space around this. We can only do as well as we know in that moment, mm-hmm. because I I don't know about you or the listeners, but I th- I have this inkling that it's very common experience to beat yourself up over things that you've done in the past and not give yourself that, that bra- grace and the break of you did the best that you could with what you had in that moment, with what you knew, what your coping mechanisms with are, what the strategies were, the financial limitations, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so forgive yourself, cut yourself a break. You didn't know then what you know now. <sighs> yes. And I bless you. I, I, I love that you are reminded to share that with your mother and to allow her to receive that. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Yeah. I'm get, I have chills um, because I know some people it's hard for them to forgive themselves. I know I struggle with, have struggled with it, you know? In yeah. The past. Well, and I probably will again in the future, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It won't, it wasn't the, it won't be the first or the last time. Right. That's what yeah. it Absolutely. Yeah. So, so back to like the story, right? Where, yeah. um, the the trauma that I was not f- dealing with psychologically that ha- was in my subconscious now locked away, um, I, I was it desensitized me from my body um, mm-hmm. and and from my emotions and from my sexuality. Yes, very and, common results for someone who's been yes. through a molestation mm-hmm. event like that. Yes, yes. And, and I kind of figured all that on my own. And now that I have done more research and reading, and and I've talked to therapists and all kinds of people, I I know that, wow, those were actually things that are common, you know, and I'm not the only one. I'm not alone in this. And that's what inspires me even more to share my story, you know, so that others can see that they aren't alone and that it's okay to talk about it. It actually, it frees it, you know, in, in a way it just liberates it. So it, it helps to not hold you down. Yeah. Um, and to talk How- about it in safe spaces though. Yeah. Well, and that that is a, a discernment that's important, right? Because there are spaces that are less safe than others. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, how, speaking of being isolated from your emotions in your body, again, very common things because it's really painful emotions, complex stuff to try to pick apart. This is a family member, somebody that you trusted who was trusted by your family. It's a huge betrayal. Mm-hmm. How did you start to baby step back into opening up those the well of emotion and and starting to make it safe to be in your body 
because a lot of us never quite figure that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it, I did. Okay. With me, I don't know if it's because I'm a Scorpio, double Scorpio. <laughs> My husband's a Scorpio too. That must be part of the reason I like you so well. <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, I don't know if that's why, but I do everything like I transform, I can transform from, from day, one day to the next, you know, really quickly and just tear off the, the band, rip off the bandaid and keep rip going. It off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I don't want to say I, I did all of it like in one year, but I did a lot of shadow work. I like dove deep into it because I had a lot of time on my hands. I was at home by myself during the whole COVID, you know, and instead mm -hmm. of, continuing to drink my life away the way that I was doing. So the fact that I wasn't um, connected to my body, my emotions, all that, it, it came out through me abusing alcohol and drugs and yep. also being very promiscuous because I didn't feel any connection with sex and uh, love or emotions like that. It was yeah, just- Yeah, the, the body has nothing to do with you particularly yeah, yeah. well mm. and that's a result of the defense mechanism you had to put in place at five years old right yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah so so what i started to do is i started by meditating so meditation was the the opening door the gateway <laughs> you know to all of my healing um and i did most of my healing through meditation i've done energy work and all kinds of other things but uh, meditation is the primary thing that I have used. And, and and what variety, what flavor of meditation do you prefer? Because there are 8 million ways to go about it and mantras and perfect yeah. stillness and guided meditations with headsets and mm -hmm. visualization without any of it, right? Yeah, there's so many meditations. And what I did was, well, Another thing that I did aside from meditation, I, I will talk about the meditation, but I, but I also um, practiced celibacy. So I wasn't having sex. Which, you went on a man fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I was, it was out of control. So I'm like, okay, calm down, girl. Let's just, let's bring it back and let's start back to square one. I wanted to reset myself, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And that, helped. that helped me be able to focus on my healing, be able to focus on having time to meditate, you know, quote unquote, having time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, because you'd have otherwise filled it up with guys and going places. And yeah, 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 exactly. So I began with short meditations, five to 10 meditations, um, 10 minute meditations that were guided meditations that had music behind them that had frequencies. I got mm. really into frequency healing um, through binaural beats and meditation. I nice. downloaded an app called um what is it called eternal sunshine oh it's by Landrell. sounds lovely <laughs> yeah and he has like a bunch of meditations there and they're short like five to ten minutes and they keep you they keep you involved because they have music and if you're like me and you like music you're mm -hmm. you know musical being then you will like that app and it's really good for beginners because they're short meditations and that's how that's the kind that I started. Then I started doing inner child work and envisioning my inner child, talking to her. And that was the very dark, deep shadow work 
that is heavier. <laughs> yeah, course. well, and that that's who was in pain and was trying to get your attention all this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Um, I'm so grateful to meditation, honestly, because it's, I think that I, I say that it saved my life. <laughs> it saved my life slowly. It's done totally, it. totally. Well, you say slowly, but it actually works pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it does. I, yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I compared so to stuff. decades of psychotherapy and 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 centuries of staring at the mirror and going, "I love myself, I love myself," and your little yeah. voice inside is going, "No, you don't." Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know, it's so funny. This day and age, we want everything so fast. We're used to quick fixes. You know, just take a pill, you're good right? Good, yeah, supposedly, exactly. but not really good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just, you're just masking the symptom then, you know, with, with pills like that or drugs or alcohol. I was. Or whatever it is. Yeah. I had a cousin who, who lost her husband. I mean, they'd been together for, I forget how long, 25 years, 30 years, something like that. Um, and it it wasn't the cancer that took him. It was the cancer treatment that took him mm. because they'd gotten rid of the cancer, but he died from complications of what they had to do to get the cancer to go away. And her doctors immediately after she lost him decided that she needed to go on an antidepressant and it kept her from mourning for almost two years. When she stopped the antidepressant, oh, okay, I must be better. I stopped the antidepressant. Then she was able to access the pain and to actually go through the mourning process. Mm -hmm. And I think she was quite blindsided by that. So, yeah, I, I really feel the, the numbing out. And the, it's easy to point at, oh, drugs and alcohol, but not just illegal drugs but legal drugs can do the same thing to you yeah yeah so we're actually at the end of our first segment already and i want to hear the end of this story <laughs> so uh when we come back from the break we will dig more into some of the inner child work some of the shadow work and the difference that it made in luna's life and while we're at break i would invite you to take your pen and paper and spend a few minutes around what you have not forgiven yourself for. What, what is the thing that you have not forgiven yourself for? Is there a deep, dark secret in there that you have not faced? That perhaps it might be time to kind of peek behind the curtain and see if it really is as bad as you remember it being and see what you can do about perhaps leaning into that but right now we're not going to go right there right now just write down what it is that's on your hit list that you might want to forgive yourself for and we'll be right back from the break this is the voice america influencers channel be inspired Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. 
Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with Luna O'Shea. And before the break, she was telling us that meditation quite literally saved her life. And it allowed her to step into the shadow work that she needed to be doing around her childhood molestation, primarily. And I'm sure there are probably other things, too, because you never get through childhood with just one thing. (laughs) (laughs) So talk to us a little bit about actually going through that process and doing that work, uh, were you worried about stepping into the shadow, first of all? So the first time I ever heard of the term shadow work, it, I, it scared me. I freaked me out because I'm like, what do you mean shadow? I'm all love and light, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there ain't no shadow here. <laughs> I ain't trying to go into that shadow. Uh-uh. I don't know what's in there. <laughs> Yeah, so I was apprehensive, um, but I was curious enough. I'm always very curious, and uh, either there's apprehension or not, regardless, I will still look it up and and look into it. Um, And so I realized it's really just healing is all it is, but it's the shadow because we haven't looked at it for a while, you know? And it's, we don't want to look at it. We see it as a negative thing, a negative quality that we have or a negative thing that happened to us. Um, and so once I saw that it was none of that, 
that it was just healing, loving on your own self, on the wholeness of yourself, because you are whole and complete and, and beautiful and loving, amazing source, um, source incarnated, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that, that helped me step into it with, with more security, feeling supported by, by love, source, God. And so the first thing that I did was an inner child meditation mm-hmm. where it was kind of like a hypnosis. The, the person guiding it, I just looked it up on YouTube, to be honest. YouTube has a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, and as far as I'm concerned, there's very little functional difference between meditation and self-hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, the more that the more that I started to do it, because I, I, I believed that it was working for me, that it was going to work for me, the more that I continued to do it, the easier it was for me to access those parts of my brain. And it's scientific because you're you're um, deactivating you're, other parts of the brain. Yeah, your critical mind is over there on the bench for a little while. Yes, yeah. yes. So as you, as you're, I believe it's the prefrontal um, that is kind of going to sleep, you're able to access the deeper parts of the brain where your memories are, the memories that are hidden from you that you may have not even remembered like me. And so I started to remember things randomly, just yeah, I was washing dishes or something. Isn't that wild? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, very, very wild and interesting. And it was like, wow, this is proof that it's working, that it's real. Who, who knew that it was even down in there? And yet, boop, there it is. And boop, there it is. <laughs> how, how to describe it? Because I've had memories return like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a quality about them that I have trouble putting words around, but there's a a reality to it mm-hmm. um, in terms of like the the textures, the sensations, the sounds, the inflections that are recovered yeah. that make it different from, oh, well, this was something I imagined or a dream mm-hmm. or something like that. Yes. Yes. It's it's like you're there it's like yeah. you're you're there again um like you're uh like you're the ghost of your future self goes to revisit the past the self. past that's self what actually yeah. happens so, i mean biologically like in the body what is happening is that your body is remember remembering this right and all of the emotions that pass through you during that time are happening to you again your body doesn't know the difference of time and place setting you know doesn't know that you're not five years old doesn't know that you're not in that past it doesn't know that you're in 2022 it just is remembering all of that so your body is basically teleporting through time (laughs) yeah yeah well your your highest self is timeless anyway Mm -hmm. the body does have an internal clock yes it's only but it's it's clock is always set to right now yeah. And you know, what is time anyway? Time is, <laughs> time is, time a, is construct. a construct. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time is just a construct anyways. So you're doing this healing in present time, even if it's in the past, right? You're healing that child and yourself at the same time. When you talk to this child, I, I 
I remembered her when I was doing the meditations, I would envision her and every time would be a different age. I would be in a different setting and I would tell her something different, whatever I was feeling that day. And I, and it was always something supported and supportive and loving. And I would let her know, like, look, all of these defense mechanisms that you set up for yourself when you were five years old, they served a purpose back then. And I thank you for that. You were so brave but they don't serve the, that a purpose anymore. I'm, I'm going to take over. I got our back. I got you. I love you. I'm here to support you forever, you know, and just send her love, love, all that love that, that she needed, that I needed. Yeah. That was probably in very short supply. Yeah. 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 yeah because, you know, my mom was the only source that I was really getting a lot of love from, but she was sharing it with the three kids, you know, three kids. And she's working like crazy because she's single mom and she's got to have all the hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So so and I always since I saw my mom so strong, I always tried to be so strong and I didn't realize how how it did affect me, you know, because I tried to play it so strong and yeah. now doing these meditations, talking to my child self, I'm taken back and I'm just like sobbing and crying and, and all of that sobbing and crying, it releases that energy. And then you fill it with source energy, right? Because that energy is within you already. So it just begins to spread into all those places. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it just heals actually your DNA as well. You start to begin to feel healthier, you know, you have more energy, you're less depressed. (laughs) Well, and there's something to be said for being loved and receiving love. It makes a difference, not just on like the emotional, mental side of things, but it actually into physically into your body. It makes a difference in how well your body functions. Mm -hmm. And when you don't give that to yourself or allow yourself to receive it from other people, because I've, I've played that game in the past as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you rob yourself like on every level. And so I love that you are giving yourself love and giving your inner child love and bringing the love levels of it up in your life. <laughs> yes love 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 finally finally real love you know yeah did you have any resistance to loving yourself at the beginning because i know i i ran up against a lot of that i i happy to love my dog that's easy my husband is a little more complicated but i love him very wholeheartedly my family's even more complicated but still i love them but when i turn around to love myself a lot of times that it was all this love and then it goes whoom, <laughs> like down to zero and i have to like actively bring it back up and turn did you have any challenges around that as you were moving through this Absolutely. (laughs) Short answer. Yeah, you know, that was one of the biggest struggles in my in my awakening. It just it's one of the lessons in my life that that, you know, will probably come around again and I'll see deeper truths next time. But it was something that I had I have to consistently work on loving myself because I was so easily readily to give love to others. I, I, when I look at somebody, I only see God in them. I see like the great, amazing possibilities that they have. Yeah. And, 
but then in me when I look in the mirror, I didn't see that, you know, I yeah. did. I, I always, I only saw the negative things. And that was because I was trying to be perfect. It was a, a perfectionism thing, you know? Yeah. And, but when I was loving somebody else, I didn't expect them to be perfect. I just love them for who they are. Right. So why can't you do that for yourself? Yeah. That you can love the imperfections even more sometimes. You yeah. Know? So how did you begin to shift into loving yourself? with all the the warts or the extra 10 pounds or or whatever your particular drawback is <laughs> yeah well it was i used to be i used to be a, a chubby kid <laughs> so my <laughs> my brother he used to make fun of me a lot when i was a kid that i was fat and he used to draw like a circle with feet and legs and say that was oh <laughs> oh don't yeah. be that way come on brother I know. Well, I mean, it was, it's funny now, but back then it, it really hurt my confidence, yeah. you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. So aside from me getting healthier and losing some weight, um, that I still felt depressed. I still didn't like myself, even though I had lost 20 pounds after yeah. that. Um, so what began to change was when I learned about manifestation and about changing the way you speak because of your words manifest and your words, not only the, your words, but your thoughts also, because it is energy. Yeah. And so not until I started to look at my thoughts, observe my thoughts, then you separate yourself and realize, Hey, I am not my thoughts. I'm the observer of these thoughts. Yeah. I love right? that you came to that because I know in the first almost 30 years of my life, there was zero separation between what I thought and who I was. Mm -hmm. It took a me a long time to wrap my brain around that. Yeah. So many people struggle with that because, I mean, we are just moving so fast, you know, that we don't, we don't slow down to notice the space between the thoughts. Yeah. And I completely identified with the thoughts mm -hmm. and it's yeah. like, you believe them. You think that is your real reality. And, and so, yeah, and that that's the only way to think and the only reaction that yes. you can have. Yeah. Yes. And, and it just starts to bounce back and forth, back and forth from each other, your reality with your thoughts and then back and forth, you know? So it's like a cycle until you snap out of it. Right. So my snapping out of it was um, discovering the secret, discovering the law of attraction and speaking things into reality. And observing my thoughts. So I, I was like, damn, I'm such an asshole to myself. <laughs> you know, I yeah. I've d always described my brain as a bad neighborhood, and I didn't want to be in there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to roll your windows up. If you're you got to roll my windows up and you I better go with a buddy. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So I'm like, sheesh, then no wonder I feel like crap, you know, because I'm talking crap to myself. And so I started to say affirmations to myself, affirmations every single day, um, loving affirmations of, of loving myself. And as I said, these affirmations, slowly but surely, there'd be days, moments, minutes where I would feel the affirmation true in my soul, right? Like, I am, I am a badass, you know, I am freaking 
worth love and I'm cool and I'm this or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so the more I said them, the more they became true to me and it was a feeling and not judging myself was major keys and <laughs> not judging myself for the days that I have that were quote unquote bad days, you know, mm -hmm. um, and taking it slow with my healing process, not, not expecting it to be like somebody else's, you know, because you see all these influencers and all these um, spiritual, <clears throat> excuse me, spiritual gurus. And you're like, oh, I want to be like that. I want to be like them right now, right now. But no, you don't. You're you. You want to be like you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, there's a, we have already reached our quota on them. <laughs> yes, yes. There's only one of you. You can't be nobody else. And realizing like <clears throat> I'm the longest relationship I'm going to have ever in my life. I'm going to make a commitment to myself to love myself every day the best possible way that I can, you know? So I bought myself an engagement ring and I said, I married myself. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and that was my promise. It was like, I could see it every day, you know? So and anytime that I was like, not being the optimal wife or husband to myself, then I'd be like, hey, reminder, you know, look at your ring. I made a commitment to myself right here. Exactly, yes. yeah. So the day you die, honey. And so I'm like, yeah, so that really helped. That me. is the ultimate until death do us part, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There, there ain't no divorcing yourself. There's and no matter no. where you go, you're still there. <laughs> yep, you can't run away from yourself. That's the only person you can, you know. So so that was the the I think the catalyst that really helped move my self-love forward because then I had standards, you know, because I'm like, well, I'm committed to myself, so might as well follow through. And I would go out and guys would be like, oh, are you married? You know, because you have a ring. I'm like, yeah, to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I made some always... promises to me, Jack. <laughs> yeah, that was always an interesting icebreaker for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love all this wonderful emotional work that you did here. This is incredible. And I love that you did it so early in your life. I know you think you're a late bloomer, but some <laughs> of us, honey, wait until we're in our 50s or 60s. <laughs> so we're coming up on our first break. But when we come back, I want to hear more about the relationship with your body and how you started to reestablish that. And so... Everyone who's out there joining us today, hang in there. We will be right back and we'll dig into that side of things as well. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. 
It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am back with Luna O'Shea. Before we went on the break, she was sharing about her inner child work that she'd done and the emotional healing journey that she'd gone on trying to clean out the past, the trauma of the molestation and learning to love herself again and eventually marrying herself, which is a fabulous thing. (laughs) It's an amazing commitment to make. I'd like to delve into the body side of this because I've worked with a number of survivors of these kinds of trauma. And it's not at all uncommon in my experience that there's like zero connection with the self and the body uh, after something like that because it was so incredibly unsafe to be incorporated at that time. Um, how was that experience for you? Did you stay in touch at all with the body? And how did you begin to come back? Yeah, so the body and the mind and the soul, right? They're, yeah. they're all so interconnected. And if you've read the book, The Body Keeps the Score, you know that we hold all of our trauma inside of our, our body. Our body's like our subconscious kind of in a way. Yeah. Um, And so when something traumatic like that happens as a child, what I believe happens is that your spirit like kind of detaches in a way or goes up here to the upper. Yeah, it it goes up in the head area and hangs out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it comes up here, doesn't want to be down in the lower where you feel things. And that's where your emotions come in and your physical. And um, I really hated my body for such a long time and that a hate gets stored inside of your cells, you know? Yeah. And so I was sick a lot when I was um, in my early twenties, I used to be sick every month. I was at the doctor. I was 
either mm-hmm. had a sinus infection, also from, you know, drugs that I was using and, and just from, from all the trauma, it lowers your immune system as well, you know? Absolutely. And so, uh, not until I decided to do shadow work is when I started to be in touch more with my physical body. Um, I did practice celibacy for a full year and that was the best decision I ever made. All (laughs) right. Awesome. (laughs) And you know, it, it was like, damn, I can't believe I did that shit because I, when I was, in my promiscuous stage in my early twenties, like, wow, I need, I had needs, honey. Okay. I could not, (laughs) there was no way I was going a whole week, let alone a year. (laughs) That's right. I could not go a whole week and not let alone a year. Right. I did it. So not only was it like a promise that I kept to myself, which builds confidence, um, you know, it also helped me connect back to, my my love my source feeding myself love not from having physical touch right because i wanted mm-hmm. a man to touch me and because that's how i felt loved right mm. in a, in a way i thought okay. that that's how the only way that i could get a man's love ah. which is twisted and you know it was it yeah was- well and that that's what happens with these kinds of molestations it twists the heck out of things yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and no ha- holding no shame for that for yourself and holding space for yourself is is major key is not judging yourself. Um so I did the celibacy thing and I started to do a lot of yoga and mm-hmm. the yoga really connected my breath with my body, right? My breath with my body. I did womb healing which was not only like juices and things like that, like root vegetables, but uh, talking to your womb space, talking to her, Mm -hmm. talking, saying, Hey, sorry, I never had any dialogue with you before, but I'm here now. And I know what you've been through. I've been here with you. I am here with you now, you know, and I'm going to help heal you and we're going to release this stuff. And so um, healing the womb helped to open up a, a lot of, channels for me spiritually where i was starting to get more gifts like psychic um downloads and things like that and i also did a clearing uh energetic clearing a darkness clearing with a friend of mine super powerful um his name is alex may mm-hmm. and so he cleared a lot of that sexual stuff from the lower chakras for me and that clearing opened up my palm chakras and when those opened up, I was just like watching TV and I, I had like this electricity on my palms, just like buzzing, buzzing, buzzing mm-hmm. for like 30 minutes straight. And I wasn't doing anything. You know? Yeah. Well, you had suppressed your healer in all of this. Mm-hmm. So that's your healer coming back online. Yes. Yes. And and he he even mentioned to me that that he believes that it's because I'm, I'm a healer. I'm a, such a light that that's, that was just a, like a dark energy that was trying to get to me when I was a kid. Cause it saw me, you know, but it to wasn't shut you down. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so that got me into doing Reiki. So I said, I'm going to learn Reiki because there's a reason why these, this has opened up for me. I'm going to use it and to help others. 
And so I became a Reiki master over the course of 2020. And I started to do healing on myself with Reiki. So tell us a little bit about what Reiki is for the audience who's not as conversant in it or who's just like, well, I think it's some kind of energy thing, but that's all I know. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, I love explaining it. So Reiki is a form of energy healing, but it deals a lot with the body as well because the mind body, right? And the energetic body, they're all connected. And like I said, your trauma is held in your body. So a lot of people come to Reiki for physical ailments sometimes, like chronic stuff that they can't figure out. And it will turn out that it is connected to something um, energetic, something emotional yeah. that they haven't let go, that they're holding on to most of the time. Um, and that comes up through memories, images, and things that I may see while I'm doing the session or the patient. Yeah, see. sometimes things will literally come into we'll your mind as energy. it's moving out of or through your body. Yeah, the energy moves. So I am the channel and the patient or the client is the person doing the healing for themselves. You are calling in the energy of life force energy, chi energy. That's what Reiki energy is. And it's within you and all around you. So you're basically calling it in. I'm attuned to these specific energies and use specific symbols and things like that. I use my hands and I lay my hands over people. I also do it virtually and I'll, I'll use my hands like on a doll or something or just in my head. Yeah. Um, all you need is the mental representation. Yeah, that's really. all I yeah. need. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could do it anywhere. So it can be done any place, anytime. And it basically brings in all that light and that goes exactly where it is needed. It moves out the dense energy within you and it starts, sometimes it won't move it out right away. You know, you'll have to get sessions and, and healing yeah. and all that stuff. It's well, some hidden. things it's more of a process, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's not one and done frequently in this life. You don't go on a diet for a day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, because uh, we all want quick fixes, right? Like, yeah. Reiki is very powerful, but it you don't just get one session, you know, like you get a few sessions and you work on yourself and you talk to your Reiki practitioner. Like if you're talking, working with me, we'll talk anything that comes up for you, memories, emotions, feelings, it detoxes your body too. Um, so it's amazing, amazing work, but. Okay, cool. So you got your Reiki certification and then where did that take you with your relationship with your body? So the Reiki helped me get in touch with my body because I was physically touching myself, you know, and I was able now that I was clearing this stuff out from my body, I was able to know where it lived in my body. Mm. I could feel it like in feel your it. hip or wherever. Yeah, yes, in my hip, in my back, wherever it, it, it will move, you know. And becoming more sensitive um, was a super was the main gift that came through healing my body, meaning that I could feel things, not only physical sensations, but emotional things, because I never was so disconnected from my emotions before. Yeah. So while I'm touching certain areas of my body where I feel the trauma, I was I would cry and and that emotion would come out and I would have a memory that would just heal my inner child. And then I felt the things in my body, right? And doing that um, really 
helped me to be sensitive to know that I have uh what's the word clairsentience yes uh-huh. yeah, so clairsentience is where oh, sorry well, clairsentience is where I feel it in my body right yeah and it's also called physical empathy yeah exactly yeah. yes mm-hmm. physical empathy so um clairsentience so I I realized that that was going to be the one of the gifts where I was going to be able to help others through and that was going to be part of my purpose but I have to be in my body and present to be able to feel that you know to be able to translate to others if I'm in my head not grounded not doing grounding stuff not in my body then I won't be able to serve to the highest potential that I can for my Reiki clients and my Reiki clients are very special to me I love that so just to give us a sense of proportion in this microwave society that we're in. How long did this process of becoming friends and connected and fully into your body again take for you? Well, it's been about, I I think it's been about three years that I have reconnected with my body, starting to speak more lovingly to my body, every single part of my body going from head to toe, you know, start talking mm-hmm. to each part of it three years I think it's been and and I think that I still have a lot of work to do but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I have done a lot of great work so far I have accomplished to be able to work for myself and follow my dreams and and that would not have happened if I was still stuck in my trauma in my mind in my head yeah, so, yeah. and I, I love that because business is oftentimes a path to healing and personal development. Um, I was talking to a, another entrepreneur friend of mine the other day, and I, I've had some stuff happen in my business over the past year, and I was kind of venting a little bit, and she says, yeah, business will bring into your life exactly what it is you need to heal. I'm like, yeah, damn, there's just no way to avoid that personal journey, is there? <laughs> Yes, dude, dude. Yeah, because I now that I think about it, I think it's because your real your business is a relationship, right? Like your baby, yep. you're having a relationship with that business as an entity of its own. So relationships bring up your inner child, your shadows, all that stuff. <laughs> all the unhealed stuff, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're getting down to the last couple minutes of the show. Would you like to share a couple of ways that the listeners can connect with you um, and your work. Absolutely. You guys can find me everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On Instagram is Luna underscore Ashe, A-S-E. On um, TikTok is Luna dot A-S-E. And then you can go to LunaAsheShop.com. That is my website for all of my jewelry, art, creation, and stuff. And you can search for me on Spotify, Apple Music, any of those streaming platforms for my music as well. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, 15 seconds. What are your final words of wisdom to the listeners? Uh, Be gentle with yourself. Love yourself because nobody's going to love yourself more than you can. Like nobody can love you more than you can. Nobody can fill your cup like you can. You can't get from an empty cup. So remember to rest when you feel the need to. 
I love that. Thank you so much for joining me here today. And thank you to all the listeners who have dialed in today. I love you. I do this show for you. And I would love to hear from you about how the show has impacted your life, um, future directions you'd like to see the show go in. I know I've mentioned I'm, I'm thinking about where the show goes next, and I would love your input. So drop me a quick line, Zofia. Ask Zofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Zofia Renea Morales again next week right here.